Mango Mustache Media. You guys are soups cute. Makes for me the record. Jump soups. What's that? Lift. Soups cute. Soups cute? Yeah, soups like super cute. Soups cute. But like soups cute. What is soups cute? You too. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You're soups cute. You're like, you're like an old married couple. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. on a yeah, that's what, <laughs> no, Jake, it was quiet in my headphones, but it sounds fine to me. Like, it didn't sound quiet to oh, me. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. We, are, we are very... Very cute. Like, All right. Bl- I mean... All right, here we go. Here we go. None of those pleasantries exist anymore between us. <laughs> Disgusting. And that's beautiful. Here we go. L-A-S. One Word Stories with Alex Schulte is brought to you by... Hello, guys. My name is Devin Green, and this is The Innovative Creative podcast dedicated to helping designers and clients better understand design using an alternative way of thought. I've been designing for 16 plus years and I felt that people need this knowledge. Whether you are a new or an experienced designer, I can give you tips that can better help your design journey. I also know that clients sometimes have a hard time working with designers. This is my way to help clear the confusion. Join me on your favorite podcasting platform as I dive into design tips, communication tactics, and much more. I release episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on my website at innovativecreative.fm and wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is proudly produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The Innovative Creative is free to listen to, but if you want bonus content and to support local creators, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, head on over to laspodcastnetwork.com. L-A-S. another episode of One Word Stories. I'm your host, Alex Schulte. This is the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories that we tell. Um, there, there is some, some dire, catastrophic news happening to my show this week, and that is the fact that Jake is in the producer booth today. You, you kind of just did the same joke I did on my show. What? Where I made fun of you having to be the producer of my show, <laughs> so now you're making fun of me for being the producer of your show. Well, if you want, if you want to hear the exact same joke again, but the opposite, <laughs> go listen to Historically Inaccurate. Um, so, my guest today is someone who's I've admired for probably, I don't know, a decade and a half at this point. It's oh. been a while. And you might have heard her voice already in every single podcast <laughs> that you've listened to. Sorry for that, everyone. On our network. No, are you kidding me? L-A-S. Okay, it does. It, it, we need to redo Should it. because that, like that? Sounds way better. That's kind of what I thought. Well, I guess I've, you've, you've ruined the live, surprise. Laugh, <laughs> live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. L-A-S. L-A-S. Today's <laughs> guest is Angela Billman. <laughs> Thank you so and much, Jake. And Jake. Hi. And Jake. <laughs> You're doing so great, Jake. <laughs> I just kind of got, uh, I thought of something that I'll bring up later. Oh. That you might have, be, you that have, might you be have an issue. 
Do you have a word for today, Alex? Yeah, I do. Oh. Where's the word button on here? Um, isn't there? There should be an Al Betker. Today's word is what? I know. What's the like th- word that I'm looking for? That's on here. Uh, it should say today's word is. Oh, gotcha. You guys talking have fun. I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> okay, but then it's okay if you don't play a song after it. Okay, so as you can see, we're kind of doing things on the fly today. Um, but it's actually kind of perfect for the word today, and it, you'll see why soon. That great right? tease. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Today's word has a lot to do with being able to do things off the cuff. Yes, and and, be, and feel a little insecure, mm-hmm. and like you don't know what you're doing, and mm-hmm. you just kind of go with it. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what today's word is. And it's a, it's no a Told me. No <laughs> one pre-told See? me. It's, it's a word that has influenced all three of us uh-huh. as humans very strongly. Yes, very. Yeah. So without any further ado, go ahead. Push that button. Today's word is Theatra. <laughs> nice. Hey. Uh, wait. That's all good. Today's word is the- theater. 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 For, theater. For those that don't know that it's also pronounced theatra if you're pretentious. Theater. 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 Yes. I know you because of theater. We know each other from theater. I don't even know what the first show we ever did together was. Was it? Follies? Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably yeah, Follies. Probably Follies. Maybe the one in Cedar Falls? No. Earlier? I never did that one. So. Oh, you was... were just in pictures from that. Let's see here. Um, um, oh my gosh. No, we did do something in Cedar Falls. Did you hear about. Yeah, I was in that one. Yeah, I thought you were. Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah, looking all cute in your Bye Bye Birdie stuff where you pull the phone down from the ceiling. Gosh, you're right. Oh, thank you for remembering that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, but see. That was when we were flooded out of the Paramount. That's yeah, that was flood. So we were doing rehearsals, I think, at Westdale Mall. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know? And then Westdale Mall doesn't even like exist as Westdale Mall anymore, which is super wild. Right. Yeah. I right. mean, there's a lot of memories that were in that space. So obviously, we have a theater history of things we've done together. Yeah. But I really want to get into the nitty gritty of the relationships within theater, mm, but not necessarily on stage Ah. there's all these things that happen with theater and theater is such a weird world to me yes one that i semi try to escape sometimes and as involved with it as i am i still talk all the shit about it you're a theater kid you're, you know, you're a theater kid like, through and through. I, you can't run away from it. And I still it. refer to other people. I was like, oh, that's a theater person. Oh, you're a theater <laughs> kid. Bro, you <laughs> sing stuff. Oh, you're bro, a theater kid. Theater, theater kid. I am? Screaming <laughs> theater kid. That's okay. Uh, well, I wasn't a sports kid. So what's the other thing? It's like sports kid or anime kid. Well, I guess I, I like a- anime. Anime is new, though. And that was like, I feel like that was before kids were called anime kids, before you were in school anime's, or after yeah. you were in school. Anime is cool now. Yeah. It wasn't cool back in the not a, day. Not a compliment. Back when I was in school, Anime Kid was not a compliment. No, exactly. So, uh, But today, it's all the cool kids are watching anime. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah. So what does that make me? A very cool, cool uh, kid. A cool, cool kid. 30-year-old. Yeah, kid. I, I am. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, I don't feel any older now that I'm 30. <laughs> you than don't I, look a day older. <laughs> thank you. Yes. You're actually someone who doesn't age. <laughs> no, but you are too. I was being serious. No, I definitely... <laughs> I've looked at pictures for myself from just three years ago, and it's like, oh man, it's happening. I've got you know, my gray is coming in on, over my on my sideburns. My doctor you have some gray. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. See, and 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 now you can play some older roles in theater. True. Yeah. Now I cannot get cast in older roles <laughs> instead yeah. of not getting cast well, in younger roles. We're kind of in that that really like crappy age range where you can't play like the cute young people, mm-hmm. and you also can't play like the older the parent people. Yeah. So you you're right. in a no 
man's we, land. We are in we are in theater purgatory right per, now. We Wait are. a minute. You played a very young character in Hello Dolly. Well, I think I think I shouldn't anymore. Like there's too much wrinklage going on Not for a, I, I think when you put me next to like a like a sixteen year old person, it's gonna be I thought I thought a you were I thought you were as old as Zane Haddish in that <laughs> He's show. So much younger than I thought me. you guys were the same age. I'm oh, gonna be honest. Yeah, Zane is Every, way younger than yeah. so not young. to not you know, but he's just a young guy. He's yeah. as old as me. Um, Everything was a blur during that. Zane Haddish is a yeah. wonderful local actor. <laughs> Theater Cedar Rapids crew. Um, yes, and, um, and see, this is part of the fun too because you you'll reconnect with people that you kind of didn't remember that you did the thing with, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden all these stories pop up, and you're like, oh, remember when we did blah blah blah? And we rehearsed in blah blah blah. I know, and that's exactly what I want to get into today. <laughs> yes. Is those exact stories? I love those stories. So before we do that, can you tell us, catch us up a little bit on who you are? Absolutely. And. Um, why you're so amazing in this community? <laughs> Sorry to do that to you. Um, well, who am I? I am the voice of the LAS Podcast you Network, and are. that's really all that I do in my life. Is that true? No, I do other stuff. I know you do. I do other stuff. Um, well, I'm also an avid listener to the LAS Podcast Network. Thank you Because for doing I that. love it, and you two especially make me laugh. I probably look like an insane person, because I listen to you when I'm walking in the morning, oh. and or in the afternoon, and like I'll just be like walking along, and if, if someone just sees me randomly, they probably, I'm like, hee <laughs> 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 and, and barely like look up and say hello. So anyways, thanks for that. Oh, you're very uh-huh. welcome. Thank you. You said something so crazy to me the other day that what? actually blew my mind, so I ran into you at Stillwater Cafe for um, the show of Tim Riven. Wonderful performer, wonderful place. Absolutely. Both of those things are 100% accurate. Um, But you said, when I saw you, you were like, I don't feel like our we have an even keeler or like we're uh, uh, on an even it's not fair it's our relationship now our friendship is not fair because i know so much more about you than you do about me yeah because totally. you listen to the show and I, I, if totally. i would and I, you're so open and you're so available and like honest and real and that's what i love so much about your guys shows is that i i feel like i'm really getting to know you but then i also feel a little guilty because it's not reciprocal i'm not telling you anything about <laughs> me i'm just like secretly listening to you in my ears <laughs> while no, i'm walking tell there's us your no secrets. contract there's no contract <laughs> By oh, the way, or, or, or there's no contract. That's exactly what this is episode's about. Is oh. Now we finally get to learn oh some things <laughs> about you. But also, like, I think that's what we sign up for, right? There's yes. no there's no contract to say, all I right, suppose. I'm going to put myself out there, but only if I get to hear it back from everyone that listens to <laughs> Can this. Can you imagine? You'd have all this mail. Why would? Yeah. And also, like, uh, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> you know, I got my own problems to deal with, and I'm dealing with them as we record this episode right now. Everyone send all of your problems in. <laughs> we will respond to them. Uh, <laughs> In, by one. one by one, in, a, in the order of which we get that. <laughs> um, so, so you're, you're also the voice of CW. Yes, I'm the voice and of face. the CW, the face of CW seven point two, which is now with the nine point two. They just were um, purchased out from KWWL what does by that mean? KCRG, so they switched stations. And I wasn't sure if I would have a job still, but uh, I just learned like a week ago that yeah, they're gonna keep me on and and we'll keep rolling. Um, yeah, and then during the day, I, I'm a... Even strangers love you. That seeing before you go to... They go to commercials on the CW. <laughs> well... Because that's the, your job. You're like, hey, welcome to... Yeah, well, and we had... CW. <laughs> we had a fabulous writer in KWWL. His name is Bo Batterson, and that's he... That's a name. It's a good name, right? He that should can't be, be like real. a superhero. Bo. Is that a real... Bo? Bo? Here comes yeah. Bo Oh, leave it to someone on CW to say know, it should be a right? uh, superhero. <gasps> so true. <laughs> so true. So, uh, did you meet the Flash? Uh, Are you the Flash? I'm, 
cannot tell you. I'd have to kill you. Oh, yeah. fair. The Flash doesn't kill people. <laughs> what? No. I'm not the. Well, maybe. I, I said, "Are you the Flash?" And you're like, "Do I? I would have to kill you if I was." I was like, "That's not what he does. Oh. He's a good guy. He yeah. runs. Really he fast. just runs really fast." Do you do you watch the CW to like see yourself? No heavens, no. Do you hate it? Uh-uh. I think it's kind of like a, sort of most actors that I've met. They don't like to um, watch themselves back to see what their work was like. Interesting, Alex. I, you're the complete opposite you, of that. Actually, I love Alex. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you get super critical of it, or are you um, like, oh, I love no. that. Look I, at me go. I'm he loves himself. I, whoop, whoop, whoop. I, I go, oh, I love it. You do. I love yeah. that. That's <laughs> yeah, of course. Fantastic. Because it, it was, I just what I find is like my stomach gets like all tight and I start sweating in weird places when I'm watching uh, and I'm like. I, and then my, I, so many people. Like mm-hmm. The claws, you can't see. I'm doing cl- like fist claws where it's like you just, I'm uncomfortable. I don't like to watch You just it. tighten up everywhere Yeah, when you're watching yourself. Yeah. And it's not because I Why? think it's crappy or anything. It's just more, I just, I don't know. Like, you know how you listen to your voice and you're like, that doesn't sound like my voice. It's not what my voice sounds like mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah, totally. And it, but once you hear it enough, it's. Th- well, yeah, That's sure. just what I. You know, we're recording this with headphones yeah. on. So this is like, we're hearing exactly how we're going to sound on the podcast. side note, Alex. The things that you watch of yourself, like I've walked in on you watching yourself no, before. No, no, you haven't. I have. But Shame. you watch. That sounds like Shame. so. Much. Hey, I've walked. I've walked in on you, Alex. But the thing is, Alex. <laughs> no, is you like, have not. Um, I, I think I do a lot more talking stuff as well. Like yeah. I don't sing. Alex, you sing and have an incredible voice. So yes, I feel like it's easier agreed. to like watch and listen to yourself when it sounds that. And obviously. No one here sounds bad talking, but like you have such a great singing voice that I can imagine why it's fun to listen back to yourself. Agree. Agree. Jake, do you watch slash listen to yourself? No. Because you are also a singer, I know. Oh, I'm a bad singer. You are not. Bad singer. Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Thank you. I don't usually watch myself, but that's because I, I don't hate it. I just don't have time to. Yeah, sure. That's that makes sense. Kind of hate it a little bit. I I'm gonna call. <laughs> I I'm gonna call that. bullshit on. Don't have time. Yeah, no, you definitely have time to watch. I yourself. sleep all the time. Is that right? I need to squeeze in my sleep. <clears throat> That's important. Maybe to me. you'll squeeze in like a, a video of yourself doing something cool. Yeah, maybe once in a blue moon. Yeah. I well, like I edit my own videos on like other oh, platforms, so okay. I watch myself okay. enough already doing that. So when it's That's finished, I'm like, enough. I don't want to watch anymore. Because you like, do a lot of TikTok, TikTok yeah, 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 YouTube stuff like that. So I watch it back. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. This is too much, too much of myself. Right. Get it out of here. <laughs> right. And I, well, I think it's crippling for a lot of people, that, and it makes really creative, talented people not post anything. And it keeps people from posting when they get mm. super self-conscious about themselves. Fascinating. So I think sometimes it's just kind of better to just do it. And then mm-hmm. even if it is a thing where you don't want to look at it later, just put it out. Yeah, totally. You totally. know, you're, don't, don't second guess yourself. I don't yeah. know. I don't really see. I see content from you when there's like content worth making. <laughs> Well, I don't even have like a, any social media accounts anymore. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Yeah. See, I, I don't see anything on you from you on social media, no, but no. I do see you in shows. And you're yeah, yeah. Um, incredibly no, I incredibly talented. It, oh, that's that's super nice. Thank you. Um, yeah. No, I got I got rid of my social media account. Um, Good for you. And I just yeah. was it after you saw the social dilemma on Netflix. <laughs> well, that was one of many many things yeah. that fed into it. But yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, wait, All those documentaries are are like, they're, legit. they're real. No, they are real. They, they are out the, there. The saying, the saying that got me like feeling uncomfortable was if you're not paying for it, you are the product. Yes. That one was like, oh, crap. Right, right. They're selling you and your information mm-hmm. on, on all those social medias. Yeah. But how do I, I, 
you know, as well, a, it's a lot of, it's very important to a lot of people. And I, and I totally respect that. Is. And some people have better boundaries, like, and are good at like managing their time in there. And, um, you know, I just found that I was always mindlessly sort of thinking that I was interacting with people and being social. Mm. And then in like real life, I really wasn't being mm-hmm. social at all. And I hadn't all, I, all of my social activity was like learning about what other people were doing, but not actually talking to them about it. Mm. And so I wasn't, I, I found, I was like, just you know liking. what? I just need to be like, I actually like call them and text them and ask them, you know, mm. what are you doing? Cause the people, the, the relationships that yeah. really matter and yeah. that really exist in your life. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's just wasn't, it, it was a better fit for me, but that doesn't mean it's a better fit for any, Gosh. everybody. It's kind of, it kind of stinks though. Cause I'm the kind of person that forgets about people when they're not just like constantly in front of my face. Fair. So you're somebody I haven't reached out to or talked to in such a long time let's see how great is it then when you see each other in person and you're like oh my god i know which is so cool but i wish i i, <laughs> I wish i was more consistently in touch with you oh well you, we can make that happen you know, we can make that happen yeah. who says facebook's the only reason to do that no that, and we have lots of modes of communication so to get back on <laughs> Sorry. to our yeah. our no it's, it's really weird for me to be the one that's like keeping things on the rails nope, because that's good. that's never me we haven't talked about theater very much at all but i do want to hear about your journey in theater journey in theater um but like mainly all the all the awkward stuff so so much my awkward. first question cuz this was a big thing for me when i did theater yeah um i haven't like acted in a show in probably a decade now what? but I, I mean just i don't i don't have the desire to do it for one um, uh, I'm just, I've got other projects that are fulfilling me Good. in that, That's great. you know, they're, they're filling that hole cool. in my heart, cool. that creative hole. Um, but not to say I never want to do a show again, Yeah. but when I was in shows, I was much younger. I was a teenager at the time mm-hmm. and so jealous of everything. <laughs> so mean? I remember uh. when my girlfriend got a role and that she had to kiss somebody. <laughs> On stage, uh-huh. I just couldn't get over it. Well, I've only been on one side of that, so it's not really fair a fair question. Oh, like yeah. I've only been on the the kissing someone else side, and like I've been a married person now for nearly eleven years in September. Wow! So I've been kissing a lot of people while I've been married. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm sure I honestly we we don't really talk about it that much. It's it like, never comes up. Well, no, it doesn't really come up because it's. I mean, you can hardly get a show without kissing in it. Yeah. There's like, I mean, especially the shows, like I like to do theater that is like wash you over with joy. I don't, I'm, I'm not a big think mm. piece sort of person. Like I'll do one every once in a while if it's an intriguing story, but like, I just want people to come and like get away from, you know, whatever for a little bit. And so all of the get away from whatever for a little bit storylines always yeah. have a happy kissing part. Hooray. And, yeah. um, and so the funny thing is, is like, I just don't even, I just think of it as like a part of this, like a script. It's like a line. I don't even, it's not even a thing to me anymore. Right. And that's how it should be. And that's yeah. how it is for any actor. And I'm trying to think back though. Like when I was doing it originally, I remember I was horrified. Yeah. Terrified. Right. Oh my gosh. So scared. Well, and the funny thing is, is I almost had my very first kiss on stage. That's another thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I Did think... you see this in, in uh, SBT? I, 
I know I did this not is, see this, but I just remember th- I'm, you're, you're bringing up memories of me being uh-huh. afraid to have my first kiss oh, as a stage kiss and not being a real one. Well, so I had not kissed anybody. I mean, I was a I was a real non kissable kissy person <laughs> until like literally my sophomore year in high school. So I'd had boyfriends and stuff, and I was like, Are we gonna kiss? I don't know. I don't know. And then it never happened. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, when's my first kiss gonna be? And then yeah. it becomes a big thing. Yeah. It's like it's gonna be under the stars, and there's gonna be right. a romantic. Fireworks, yeah, yeah, and so um, I got cast in a play, and uh, I'm reading, I'm reading the script. If you saw SBT, the uh, SBT theater is, oh my god, usually out of CSPS. Yep, Jason Alberti, Lindsay Prince, yep. Adam Whitty, Richard Barker directs yeah, it. So good. Um, um, Jason Alberti wrote a really hilarious um, story about, it was actually a musical number about this exact story. So if you have seen that, I apologize for the, the reiteration. But, oh, I'm sure if anybody's seen it, they're happy to hear about uh, it. Well, it's, it's, it's a funny story. I mean, I'm reading the script <laughs> and it's it's Blythe Spirit, which is a British comedy, dark comedy. And I'm reading, 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 and I'm like, la, 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 la. And then I get to the part where it says, they kiss <laughs> and I'm like my like my my hands start to like tremble a little and like remember I'm like a really young person and I'm like in my head it was like they kiss they and I'm like kiss. and then I was like oh my gosh I can't have my first kiss on stage that's so lame especially after the firework image I had already yeah. you know prepared yeah. and um uh, where's the beat where's the where's the music and so um you know I like quick it was like a like quickly quickly I need to find someone to kiss me (laughs) (laughs) that's a great bit so that's a great sketch so so and and unfortunately it was a real story in my my real life Um, oh really oh yeah so I um I was I I didn't drive at the times I was really behind in nearly everything apparently Um, (laughs) kissing yeah drive I mean I was just a little tiny person I guess uh (laughs) but I, I would always have um, cute boys drive me home. That was always like my MO. Did. I was like, I don't need to drive. I'll just ask, you know, yeah. fill in the blank cute boy to take me home. <laughs> fill in the blank. So many of them yeah. to choose from. Beep, beep, you know. <laughs> and so uh <laughs> If I was I was driving home with a with a with a boy. Um, with a fill in the blank with boy. With a fill in the blank boy. And I was I was um, expressing this issue. And I was like, I'm going to have my first kiss on stage. And that's the lamest thing ever. Oh. And he's like. And his ears perked up. His ears perked up. And, and of course, like I was so naive at the time. Probably still am quite a bit naive. <laughs> um, but very naive then. So I was just like really like just telling him, you know, I was lamenting this this thing <laughs> that was happening. And in his mind, it's like, invitation. Oh, this is it. Yeah. So, you know, he pulls into my parents' driveway. So cool. And he's like, well, I mean. Uh, I could be, I could, I could do that for you. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I'd take that bullet for I'd you. Take, yeah. Like, like not because I want it. No, I, I'd do that. For Just because I'm doing it for you, yeah. doing you a favor. Doing, I mean, for you, for you, this once. And I was like, oh man, ah, uh, I don't know, I don't know if that's a good idea. Like, because you know, kissing leads to like boyfriends, and I mean, right. I wasn't even driving, so huh? Right. right. Yeah. And skipping so a few steps. I was like, well, I mean. I'm going to be kissing somebody like tomorrow in rehearsal anyways. So yeah, let's, let's do it. Fill in the blank boy. Give me, <laughs> give me that big smooch ruby. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> so, so oh, you know, we're both in the car and you got that awkward like side turn thing. Yep. And like, right. um, we kissed and then he, he pulls away and he goes, wait, 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 um, that wasn't you didn't do it right no he yeah, did yeah. not well from my recollection and i was and of course i'm like i'm like oh my gosh i must be really bad and then he's like let's try again oh <laughs> that was smooth yeah that's really smooth way to go blank the blank guy yeah yeah anyway that was little did i know and the reason why this spt show ever happened was because the boy who I was uh, I was going to have my first kiss with on stage, Peter Evans. Shout out to Peter Evans. Now Jackson Jackson Evans lives in Chicago, Illinois. Does lots of amazing theater. He's a wonderful, wonderful performer. Wonderful awesome. human. Yeah, shout out to him. He was my counterpart in, that I had to kiss in the script. Not they and cares. I didn't know he was in the exact same oh, boat. That's but a, he didn't kiss anybody else. He Whoa. did though. Oh, he did? Yes, no. that's what we found out. We both like quick kissed. Before you, t- before, you quick found a yes, first kiss. so that we weren't having our first oh. kiss in front of people on a stage. Oh, how magical it would have been <laughs> so for you to have shared that though. Right? And so um, it was It was just really, we both didn't really even know that until we were, um, we had rejoined for this SPT production and we both were telling the same story to each other and we were like, no way, no way, me too. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And it was that all is... these years later. I mean, it, it's been, you know, a long, long time. Right. I was back in 2002. I, oh, that is so cute. I love that. Can we all tell our kissing first, like kissing I on stage stories? Well, because I got a quick one. Oh, I, yeah, I, I would love to hear it, Jake. Yes, who, please. Who owned, uh, first, who owned Giving Tree Theater? Uh, who like Richie oh, Akers and Heather Akers? So Heather, um, she she was in a streetcar named Desire, yes. and in streetcar named Desire, uh, the character kisses uh, the boy walking up with the mail. And I was a <gasps> senior in high school, and they asked me to come in and play that character, yes. and that was my first stage kiss was with <gasps> Heather. Oh, and I was man. With Heather that is and, big. and I was so She's thrown off by it. Twenty years older than you. I was yeah. Not to. I, t- I, say that. I mean, well, I was. I was. Heather like is a, a eighteen, beautiful, a, yeah. amazing performer and, and I was, human. Mm-hmm. But I was. Who I lives was in Florida now. Yeah, I needed yeah. to play a young character, so I was eighteen years old playing it, and uh, it was just the funniest thing ever because I was like, "This is like the stage kiss that I'm doing." Oh gosh! Wow. Oh man, the <laughs> owner the of one, one of the owners. Oh man, oh, I'm right. gonna mess scary. this up. Yeah, right. so scary. <laughs> if, you, if you kiss bad, they'll never cast you yeah. again. Yeah, right? And that was the first show they ever cast. So <laughs> that would be really. Creepy. I did a few shows there. Now it's really starting to sound yeah. like Hollywood. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Boo. Uh, it was just the first show I ever did there, and I did many others after, but it was just so funny that that was the first one. It was such a small oh. role, too, so i just sleep in the green room and then be like, time to wake up, say three lines, kiss, kiss that lady, and go home, and then go back to bed. Kiss. My first stage kiss was, like, the worst. What was Why? it? Experience. What happened? Um. So... Uh, <laughs> Look, you're like blushing already. What is no, it? No, okay. So, so the first kissing role I ever got cast in was as a gay man, and oh. I am a straight man. And so, as a this in- as a 21 year old, 20 year old, <gasps> I think this in. 
Alter Boys? It was not an Alter oh, Boys. Oh, I love oh, that show. I, Shout out to Alter Boys I, when all those wonderful men were doing if, that show. If I could have had Zach Parker from Alter Boys be my first onstage I mean, kiss. who wouldn't want that? That would have been so funny. Okay, sorry. Back to the real story. So I don't want to say the show Okay, no, name, that's fine. No, no, no. And I Because I don't want to give away who this is. Well, because good thing it was, it was an Alter Boys. I would have so, totally right, right. watched oh, yeah, that. That would have been very awkward. <laughs> this is a bad experience I don't want to talk yeah. about. Is it Alter Boys? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, story over. You're right. Um, so I'm not going to say the nope. show that this was and I'm also not going to say the person this fill was because the, the experience story, fill in the blank person this is a fill in the blank person again okay. because this story is uh, uh is, it's it's terrible for me oh so um, oh, I'm so sorry so I was fine with with kissing a man and yeah. I was yeah. also I'm not gonna lie to you probably a lot more homophobic then than I am now Right, okay. like I, I definitely at this point in time, I was I was twenty years old, just fresh out of high school, didn't really know much. I, I, yeah. I didn't have anything against maybe, yeah. gay, uh, against that lifestyle at all. Maybe don't use the word homophobic. You were scared. ignorant, you ignorant. Were scared I just don't want you to label yourself and someone like be like, I've got audio of Alex saying this one time. You were just ignorant and in the and well, what it was. I think it's also okay though to admit that we weren't always as good of people as we think of course, we're but, trying to be our now. We're think, always improving. I don't think you outwardly I, yeah. had hatred for and someone I knew though. You I back think you, then. yeah. Yes. No, I I I'm I trying to word this person. in a way that like it just kind of I didn't want to kiss a boy. Gotcha. Yeah, just you know, yeah, that kind totally of fine. was yeah. not something I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But then we we got it out of the way. He was a really sloppy kisser. Mm. And then, like, just like, wipe your mouth. Could have been a better guy. Like, like I, wipe he, your mouth kiss. But then also he he put his tongue in my mouth. Yeah, not, not what you not, do on a stage kiss. Not what I wanted to do. Not okay. So, so here's the thing. This is where it got bad, though. It's not like kissing him was terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I didn't really like the tongue in my mouth, I guess. Oh, Okay, but, can we just yeah, pause but, for a second? That, for those of you who don't know theater kissing, the tongue is not used. It is yeah, an unspoken no. rule, right. a law, yeah. that you don't pull a French kiss out. No, no tongue. Yeah. No tongue. Oh okay, my so gosh. with that in mind. Unless it's like that one SNL bit where, where they... With that a family members, the I'll have to kiss. Yes. Right, and that's the joke. Yes. Then Paul Rudd sticks his tongue down. Yeah. Hilarious. Freaking, uh, uh, what's her name? <laughs> so Frick, funny. It's so funny. Yes, but this is not but that. this is not that. You yeah, are not supposed to have line. any yeah. tongue there was other some, than your own. some unconsensual in tongue nope. yes. in my mouth. Not cool. Um, so, so I just kind of got over that. But it's when, so we took this show on the road to a festival in out of state and when we got there, he started, uh, uh, he wanted to have some fun while he was in town. So he met up with, with a friend and then they ended like having an overnight, but then he comes to rehearsal the next day with rug burn on his knees oh. from <gasps> sleeping around. And oh my god, it's so funny you say that. It's so funny you say Why? Ruh -Roh. Why? Like Scooby Doo? Okay. Because Did you say that on on the it's so weird you say that because on the phone call <laughs> or on the car ride to the state we were going to. Yeah. My actor friend like yeah. my, my my love interest in the show yeah. he gets a text from a guy saying rut row no might have the clap <gasps> better get checked oh shoot rut row why rut would you say rut, rut row may have given you a disease <laughs> sorry bro I'll, I'll, rut I'll never <laughs> what you gonna do i'll never forget i'll never forget how that was worded it's so weird that you just said that, that. is really it's so, weird because i'll never forget the wording on that because it was so bizarre <laughs> rut row might have the clap better get checked oh my gosh Worst that's, that's and like, this oh. is the most horrible sentence and i've got to kiss this guy now and then he's going off and doing his thing and he's coming back with like you, you know, understand so, so this guy was just kind of 
my sleeping around <laughs> can we on all this? just like pause for a second <sighs> that also doesn't need to be in a text message no for the like for for all of living history everything yeah. was <laughs> terrible okay it's the first and, time someone ever put that in a sentence yeah and no, no need I'm not so at the time though I'm thinking like is it just because I'm am I just being homophobic that I don't want to kiss this guy or is he gross and I think it really did come down he was just really gross well, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, it was I a had, tough one. I had a, I had a tough stage kiss as well. Um, again, an, it will be an unnamed show and an unnamed person. And Fill a, in a, the blank. Yes, and a slightly, um, uh, maybe a, a, a little holy story. So, like, not holier than thou, but uh, like holy with holes in holes it. Holes in it? Or, yeah, yeah or religious. <laughs> like Swiss cheese. Like a Swiss okay. cheese story. Um, uh, which, Swiss cheese could be holy if you... Bless it. Yeah, it could be. Then you it'd know. be holy, holy. It would be. Jeez. Holy, holy, holy. Wow, look at us. We are the dorkiest. <laughs> waka are waka. We not on one tad to another. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Ugh. So this person um, got very, 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 very sick during the run of our show. Mm. And we had uh, uh, several kisses in the show and he, and it was in set in an older time frame and so he had on like a lot of clothing so he had on like a undershirt a button-up shirt and then like uh like a vest and a jacket like a tweed jacket like this is a lot of clothes for someone who is very very sick yeah and he has oh. sweat through <gasps> All layers of clothing because he's so sick. Oh, he's got a fever. Oh, totally. Poor guy. I mean, like, what a trooper. Got in there, like, got the job done. And you know what? But then I was a trooper too. Apparently. I got in there. I got me a <gasps> sick kiss. With all the germs on with it. With all the germs. And uh, I was, uh, it was, that was, a, that was a rough go. That was a rough go. You know, it's just, that's so awkward. You just, you know, it's, on with the show. On with the show. The on show must go the, on. On with the show. Theater kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right? This is exactly how it goes. <laughs> oh. um, well, we've got more stories happening. Where are we at for time right now, Jake? 31 minutes. Okay, we're going to take a quick two-minute break. Taking a two. And then um, that'll give us an opportunity to do the thing that I wanted to do. Oh, we're going to call... Our good friend Ellie, Ellie Detweiler. So that phone call is coming up next on One Word Stories after these quick messages. L A S. Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're historically, historically inaccurate. inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear Washington, you do that again. John Adams, Thomas I, Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So Martin we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcast. Jake, are you still going? Jake, just fast forward to the end. We are literally running out of time. Did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! Ah, I did it! Ah, I was in, I was in my groove. Come and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm, I'm kind of doing. You couldn't even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. L A S. One Word Stories with Alex Schulte is brought to you by... Hi. Greetings. Hello. Uh, 
Hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your dungeon master for this new live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing. If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. All right, welcome back to One Word Stories. And uh, before we jump back into my conversation uh, um, with our very special guest, I have two other guests that are joining me for a very quick game of True Love and Two Lies presented by Ginsburg Jewelers. Hi, Logan Schultz and Marnie Schultz. Hello. And Hello. Marlo Scout Schultz. Hello. Yes, three guests. Yes, so I've got I've got Logan and Marnie here with their two and a half week old baby Marlo, and my heart is melting, <laughs> and it's making me just want to propose and, and start a family. Get it? Um, might have to go over to Stephen at, over at Ginsburg Jewelers to to get that ring. By the way, if you do go to Ginsburg's, you can you can tell them that you heard about them from the LAS Podcast Network, and they're going to give you fifteen percent off on your next order. You can find them on the corner of Collins Road and First Avenue. They're right across the street from Best. By uh, there's a Starbucks in that lot right there. Um, pretend like you're going to Poncheros. I know I just gave an ad to the whole area, but go check out Ginsburg <laughs> Jewelers. <laughs> Dick Sporting Goods. It's like, where is there a Starbucks? Yeah. Oh, all the way to the other side of the intersection. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, it's like, <laughs> dude, I get confused on that intersection all the time. I'm not gonna lie, I end up into the wrong parking lot because there's like four parking lots right there, mm-hmm. and like there's the Ginsburg Jewelers parking lot, the Best Buy one. And the other ones that we're not throwing love to because they're not giving me any money. You'd think the best one would be Best Buy because it's the best. Because it has it's it in the actually name. Ginsburg Jewelers. Ginsburg Jewelers. Seriously, though, if you go and talk to Steve, Steve Ginsburg, he's almost always there. Um, and, and he will always take care of it. He's taken care of you guys in the past. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, Marnie's wearing it right now. He's the one that got us um, the official engagement ring. See. Yeah. I, I, I'm not engaged, but I've always known since the day I've known Steve that I was going to go to him for my ring. And I think I say that every time on, on this segment. So. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. And frankly, the whole business is wonderful. They're hyper local. They do great work. Um, we love them to death. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to read you three different stories for two, tr- true love and two lies. <laughs> and one of them is true. Okay. You have to guess which one is true. Great. I'm going to reveal which one's true by playing the actual audio from the person who is engaged. Perfect. Okay? And we'll we'll see how you do. We'll see how you do. Do okay? you every time you say the title of this segment, do you have to say it in that accent? 
true love and two lies. But to be fair, every Marriage. time I hand you uh, Marlo, I almost said Juniper. Uh, I say <laughs> Juniper's and, their dog. Yeah, I say anybody want a peanut? Correct. Anybody want a peanut? Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, I just watched that the other night, actually. So did we? Really? Yeah. Princess Bride. It's a classic. It's, great. it's a classic. It, literally, I will never get sick of that movie, no matter how many times I see it. Yeah. You know that one and the the Goonies and Sandlot. I think are the three for me from my childhood. Nice. Anyway, let's go. Story number one. Number one. So my girlfriend and I are high school sweethearts that separated for years, but found each other again on the Facebook years later. I never thought I would see her again, but she always lived in my thoughts. When I saw her as a suggestion on Facebook, I sent the request thinking she wouldn't even remember me. Turns out she did. We started talking immediately. Those messenger conversations turned into messenger phone calls, phone calls to FaceTime, and FaceTime turned into a road trip across the country to see her. Two months later, she decided to move back to CR to be with me, and I proposed to her after a beautiful dinner filled with good food and wine. I didn't want to be chewed too cheesy, but I had the waiter put her ring in the dessert wine where she could find it. Don't worry, I didn't let her drink it. We've been married almost 12 years now. Hmm. That's always something I'm nervous about is the ring in the drink. It's a classic move. Yeah. Oh, it makes me nervous. Yeah, who Don't, knows? like, putting the ring in, like, any sort of edible thing. What if you got a chugger? <laughs> She's just like downs it. What if you got a chugger? You know, somebody doesn't really sip on that dessert wine. They just like down it in one. Just bottoms up. They're done with it. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> when you go to the bathroom, I've got a big question for you. <laughs> okay. All right. Story number one. That was story great. number two, but doesn't have to be about number two. If you catch my, Ooh, I'm just, I'm just, gonna, I'm just jumping in. Yep. Number two, I actually have a kind of dramatic engagement story. I was dating a guy casually in my early 20s who I unfortunately had no plans to stay with for the rest of my life, but I was in love with his friend and I desperately didn't want to break my boyfriend's heart. Eventually our feelings became too strong and I was actually the one who sent the first actual message. We both knew how we felt before I said anything, but yeah, he responded that he felt guilty but the feelings were mutual in order to not completely destroy my boyfriend at the time's heart i broke up with him and my now husband and i started secretly seeing each other months turned into a year very quickly and we wanted to make it official because we were sick of sneaking around even though we were exclusively seeing each other eventually we did break the news to the public friendships were broken and yet we couldn't be happier a couple years later, after we moved away from northern Iowa to Cedar Rapids, he proposed, and I told him uh, that I wished he asked me years ago. So that's story number two. Friendships okay. were broken. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. they couldn't be happier. Right. At the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> if they can't be happy for you, then they're not friendships worth having, right? Sure. But yeah, yeah. It's t- still tough. I mean, I get it, though. If there's like some, uh, some drama within the friend group, you know, if heart. Hearts are broken by yeah. your best friend. Sides or, are taken. That's that. Sides are taken. Yeah, yeah. That's a real thing. All right. And story number three. Three. Marlo has a has something to say. Okay. Story number three. My girlfriend and I had been dating for a while and had a pretty good understanding that a proposal was around the corner. We were out having a day to ourselves, and I think that she knew something was up. We were driving to this beautiful path in between Iowa City and Cedar Rapids that we loved to walk down together, and while on the way there, I could definitely tell that she was getting a bit nervous. We actually drove past the path, and that's when she started to get really confused. So we keep driving, and unfortunately, to get to the spot that I wanted to propose, we had to pass her house. 
so she thought I was going to drop her off, and I could feel her disappointment. Once we passed her house, the curiosity was back. We arrived at a parking lot that we used to hang out as teenagers, where I told her that this is where I fell in love with her. So this is where I wanted to propose. She said yes, and it was so cute. That's sweet. Yeah, pretty, that sounds like a pretty classic one. Marla liked it, too. They are very... All three of these stories, I think... Um, have a bit of truth to them and maybe have a bit of uh, things that would be difficult to believe. Yeah. So my question to you, Logan, Marnie, and Marlo, <laughs> is do you think that story number one, the uh, lovers lost but refound again, is true? By the way, just leave the babies no. cooing in. It's okay. This is the cutest thing ever. Uh, just wait. It you also—it would be very easy because you're the producer to just cut this out because you're outside the room. So. I, but I—it's coming through Marnie's microphone, so I'm just going to leave it in. It's organic. It's what's really happening. This is not leaving the show. Everybody, <laughs> that's beautiful two-week-old Marlo. Uh, so, do you think it's the lovers lost over time that reconnected over Facebook? Do you think it's the uh, uh, love triangle friend thing, or do you think it's the um, proposing in a parking lot? Do we have to pick the same one? Like, do we have to come to a consensus? I think, I think yes. You have to come okay. to a consensus. Together, you have to decide. Okay. Because you are a team in life and in this game. That's true. Um, what do you think? Do you have an initial thought? Mm, I think it's one or three. That's so funny. I think it's two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's two because of the way that it was written. And mm. I know that Alex writes them based off of the audio that he gets. Sure. Um, but I just, the way that that one was written seemed a little bit different okay. than the way the he two. usually writes them. So that's why it stuck out to me. Interesting. I love that as you're, as you're, I love that you're picking it apart, not just the storytelling, but how the story was told. Correct. Right. Right. Um, I, that's just my thought. Okay. I also think that's, that's reasonable. Like that's not a, a too far out there type of story. I think that that could happen. Uh, Marnie? Are you willing to to ditch your thoughts and go with Logan's number two? Do you feel strongly about one of the other ones? Do you want to no. go with number one or three? No, let's go with two. Yeah. So, so sure. we're going with the love triangle story. I don't mean to push you into it. If you have, if you feel strongly, I'm I'm open to it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Just trying to keep a baby happy. <laughs> You're doing a great job. <laughs> well, without any further ado, <laughs> I reveal the real story. So when I got engaged to Autumn. Oh. I asked her to come to the Palisades with me, which is in a park in the Sea Rapids area, I think. Or it's like Mount Vernon. We should know somewhere this around story. there. It's like in between them. We should know but, this story. But uh, it's like it's really beautiful park and like we had like a picnic and stuff. It was all beautiful and I didn't propose there. And that was the plan. And she thought I was going to. So on the drive home, she was like super bummed. And I was like, "What's wrong?" She's like, "Oh, it's nothing." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh, okay." Uh, but what I did is to get to the spot where I wanted to propose, we had to drive past her house. And so I come up to the house, and like she expects me to pull into the driveway, and then I kept on going. She's like, "What are we doing? What are we doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. What are we doing?" And then. When we were kids, like not kids, like when we were teenagers, we would um, hang out in this, like in like the Marion Square area where there was, there's this like train. Uh, I don't remember what part of the train. I think it's like the caboose or something <laughs> of the train. Um, we would just chill there, like the parking lot and like we'd hang location. out and talk. And so I pulled up oh, yeah. into the parking lot. I pulled out the ring from the glove, like the glove compartment. And I was like, 
I didn't. I, I told her like I didn't fall in love with you at the Palisades. I fell in love with you here. And so and I asked her to marry me, and she was like, "Yes." It was beautiful, and it was sad, and we both cried. It was wonderful, but uh, yeah, that was my story. It's cute <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That is, of course, Craig Johnson, uh, the the graphic designer of all of our LAS graphics, and a friend of both of yours. So I was actually very nervous to bring this one to the table today. Ooh, you yeah. kept it vague I enough. Yeah. I, I didn't say um, the Marion Square. I knew Marion Square would have yep. given it away. So yeah, I would have. I couldn't say, like, I just had to say a parking lot. Sure. So. Yeah. No, you did well. You did a good job. You kept it vague. So how do, um, how do you feel now, Logan? The, the writing. Um, I'm really annoyed. Three. I'm really upset. That's great. I yeah. love that my writing threw you off. That's mm-hmm. why I have to write all three, or else it would just be too obvious. Because yeah. then the one that was not written by me would just not sound like the other sure. two at all. All right. This has been True, True Love and Two, two lies. lies. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Ginsburg Jewelers, which Woo. you can find over in the corner of Collins Road and First Avenue in Cedar Rapids. Um, go and tell Steve or anybody that you that you talk to that the LAS Podcast Network sent you, and they're going to give you 15% off on your next order. But they have everything that's definitely the best place in town that you can go to to find engagement rings. Also, if you're just looking to buy something nice and shiny for yourself they do that as well and you'll get that 15 percent off just by mentioning the las podcast network doesn't matter why you're buying it i just care that you're going and and showing some love to our very good friends over at ginsburg jewelers like logan said it's as local as it gets ginsburgjewelers.com ginsburgjewelers.com you can follow them on facebook instagram and all the social medias um but say hi to steve for us marnie yeah thank you so much for playing <laughs> along uh marlo Thank you so much for playing along. Logan, whatever, man. Whatever, man. (laughs) Whatever. Back to the show. Welcome back to uh, part two of the theater episode. I am joined by the incredible Angela Billman, who is the voice of L.A.S. Wait a minute. Uh, she is the CW Network's face and voice and one of my favorite people of all time. Um, we actually are using technology from the future. It's pretty crazy, right? To bring someone digitally into the show right now. What? She's been on the show before. Should, should we play the, the intro guest song again, Jake? Just get, get, that, get your finger on that button really quick. My second guest on today's episode of One Stories is Ellie Detweiler. Woo! Yeah! It's me. Woo! Hi, Ellie! Ellie. Ellie, how are you? I'm doing really well. Last There's t- currently a hurricane passing through New York, if you have not heard. <laughs> New York gets hurricane hurricanes? Hurricane Henry. <laughs> oh, wow. Or Hurricane Henry, Are you, like, seeing French. the oh. hurricane out your window? No, theirs was some flooding downtown, but uptown it's just been it's just been rainy and we're on a flood watch. We've been on a flood watch for the past twenty four hours and will be until tomorrow evening. Jeez. So you're you're actually you're in the city right now, right? I am. Just to paint a picture for our I'm listeners here. here. And you've got Broadway just down the street from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, physically you, so Broadway. You're, you're pretty close to Times Square then? Um Isn't that Broadway? About sixty blocks. Close as That's you can pretty get. close, yeah. <laughs> How long of a bike ride is that in New York? <laughs> I 
have no clue. 15, 20, 15 no clue about minutes. Bike who knows? Who knows? Well, the last time you, we, we talked to you, you were here in the studio with us, and now you're miles and miles away. So thanks for taking the time out of your busy city girl schedule yes, to, to talk to us here, oh Iowa folks. Yeah, we were milking our you're cows, insane. but now you're here, and, and yeah. we're going to stop. We're going to stop, and we're going to put on our <laughs> New York accent, which sounds like... New York accent. Thank you. I was like, I couldn't think of it I in my couldn't head. think of it Oh, either. my God. New York accent. She's ex- such a good actress. You, sh- oh. you stop it, Ellie. Whoa. Whoa. I've been transported oh to a whole gosh. other time and place. <laughs> I cannot believe where I am right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ellie, do you find yourself speaking any differently when you're in New York? A little bit. I'll bet you do. It's not much because I do the fake accent, you know, just like making fun of how they speak so much. Right. You, you start sometimes off. Sometimes it does kind of creep in when you say like, Coffee. Coffee. Uh, Crula. Take yeah. a coffee and a Crula. Yeah. What's a Crula? Like is, a French Crula. A donut. What is a Crula? I've never it? heard of that. <laughs> this is my Iowa oh, coming out. I'm going to get me that there Crula. Can I get it on my tractor? If <laughs> yeah. not, I don't care. Yeah. Can we put some uh, easy cheese on that? <laughs> Spelled E Z. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in, Ellie. This is where you're yeah, me. so so what you've missed so far, Ellie, is us talking about our awkward first kisses on stage and the jealousy that comes with that from our, our significant others at the time or from us. And um, we're not really talking about that anymore, but I do still want to talk about... Um, all the behind the scenes stuff that people don't really think about. We're not, this is not in the actor's studio or whatever that show is called. Is that what it was called? Something like that. Something like that. Inside the actor's studio. Inside the actor's studio. We're not, we're not getting into the headspace of what it takes to be in a role or become a different person for two hours. We're just talking about what life is like in, as, as a theater person. A theater person. Yeah. So you are now on the other side of things over in, New York, New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and does the drama continue even at the most professional levels? Repeat that question. Does the, the job what? Does the drama continue even at the most professional levels? The drama behind the scenes, yes. It's very heightened. Sometimes it feels like movie-like. I don't know if you guys watch Call Call My Agent. Nope. But it's Never very it. like dramatic and a lot of things are happening. And sometimes actors have very specific requests that they want, either in dressing rooms or certain like you gotta rehearsal have a- spaces. Oh, what's the weirdest ask you've ever gotten? Because I know in, like in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, they try to come up with a weird ask. And the weird ask is she says she needs to have like 150 yellow uh, teddy bears in her in her hotel room <laughs> that is a great everywhere request. she goes but it, it, the the point of the weird ask is to make sure that you know that they read the contract mm. if they don't give you the mm-hmm. weird ask then they did they probably didn't read through the contract something you want to hear a sweet uh, story yeah something like having the thermostat must be at 72 no eye contact no i got <laughs> no i don't think they're that mean the ones that i've come in contact to but most of the sheets they just have a very specific water bottle Brand what? that they want. Oh, like very like specific. Nalgene. They only want that one. And then some people say, like, I want this water bottle at room temperature. 
Oh, we are. Vocal cords, Be that right? specific. Yeah. I, I, I do ask for room temperature water well, when I'm singing. Yeah. But, so when I, um, uh, I, I did a feature length film called Amelia 2.0. Which I Ooh, don't know how we've it. gotten this far in Hashtag, the episode without talking about that. Check it out on Amazon. Yes. If you want to. Yes. Um, Written by local uh, mm, screenwriter now. Brilliant screenwriter. And Ragbri writer. Wonderful man. He's, he's a writer and a writer. <laughs> a writer and a writer. <laughs> he rode his bike and he wrote. Wrote it. Uh, Summerland Project. Yes, he did. Which turned into the movie Amelia 2.0. Exactly. And by the way, yes. we haven't even said his name. Rob, Rob Merritt. Merritt. Did you like that? That was a good, solid T. That, that was, was good. good. I wasn't yeah. going to try to harmonize. You guys got it. <laughs> have, you, have you ever tried to harmonize with somebody over the phone? It's really bad. When there's that delay? Yeah, not good. It's never not good. good. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be the first. Okay. So, uh, our, so one of, <laughs> when I was shooting, my husband, Greg, my wonderful, lovely husband, Greg, was uh, actually out of town and out of the country. And so I was doing the first part of the shoot um, without him around, which was like horrifying because I was already really, really scared. Yeah, you didn't have your rock. Right, exactly. And so uh, I was working like a, a, my quote unquote real job uh, during the day at the time. And um, he had to leave by the time I got home. So I got home and he had created. So what they call these, these requests that actors have, they call them riders. And not. How do you spell that? I think it's, I know Ellie, help me out here. R-Y-D-E-R. With a, with a w? R- oh. R-Y-D-E-R. Did you say R-Y? I think. Rider? A rider? Look that up on your oh, English is so dumb. Yeah, because now we have writer, writer, and, and writer. writer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this if is it's annoying. not called that, we'll just call it a big list of requests. The spe- the spe- the, the Specific- special ask. Yeah. yeah. The weird ask. Uh huh. And and like he had written it all out and he'd made it in this really pretty like sheet of paper and it was all the things that like he knows that I like very particular things and I would have never <laughs> thought that like reading them I was like dang these are really. Specific, like what the heck? And then, it, like, it was like, because you know, you, you what everybody were they? has like, you have to share some. Well, like for instance, I'm of a weird thing about pillowcases. Like, I like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like to have a new pillowcase on my pillow, or like I have to flip it or turn it or every night, it. every night. So I have, but but so, one pillowcase gets you four, you get you four sleeps, right? Because you yeah. get one, two, and then you flip it three. Wow, four. <laughs> you just have like a really greasy head. Well, here's I had acne as a young younger person okay and i now take medicine for it thank you doctor dermatologist your skin is flawless well i take a lot of pills for it though so thank you for that pills are showing angela thank you they're working thank you (laughs) because i had that like cystic acne which was really terrible so i at that time like i was trying everything under the sun to like it's it must be my pillowcases it must be my face wash it must be my towels it must be my laundry detergent i was trying everything and so i just i kind of stuck with OCD. Oh, absolutely. So I kind of stuck with the pillowcase one because I was like, yeah, my head's probably not the cleanest thing in the world, right? I mean, like you wash it and whatever. <laughs> sure, but I guess. Sure. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, God. but you write all those th- those weird idiosyncratic things that you sort of yep. like just do during your day that you don't even really think about. You write them all down on a sheet of paper and you look like a real jerk. Yeah. And so I kind of wonder if like when your life is traveling and when your life mm-hmm. is performing and you're in these foreign places. When nothing is consistent. nothing is the same for you and you can't do your weird stuff. Like, I wonder if that's kind of part of what the writer is. 
Wow. Yeah. The weird ask. Yeah. The weird asks. I don't know, but it, it made me laugh and it was really sweet and cute because he had all <laughs> these little like these little weird things that I like, you know, like Swedish fish. I like I like uh, the green ones, you know, stuff like that. Oh, wow. It's you're real sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat all of them. I want a bowl of M&M's, but only red. <laughs> Pick out all the other ones and throw them away. Throw nope. them in the garbage. I don't want anybody eating them. Don't give them to homeless people. Just throw them in the garbage. I am an actor. <laughs> oh, my god. That's gosh. Angela, by that, the way. Yeah, nope, that's me. Not that's at all. Me. Um, oh, sweet. It's, it's so funny that you have, you know what you have weird asks and you feel bad about having them. Well, and they're only in, like, the privacy of my own home. Like, I would never go somewhere and ask for these right. things ever in a million zillion years. So like not even the pillowcase <laughs> thing. Like oh, now didn't. that I've said it out in public, like I'm, I'm a little embarrassed because <sighs> it's like, I don't know. I shouldn't do that. Like I didn't, I know it's weird. Everybody I, send Angela pillowcases. Oh right. Right. We're going to get you. <laughs> dream. We're going to give you 365 pillowcases. <laughs> so you only have to wash them once a year. Oh my gosh. This is like a dream come true. Uh, Ellie, what's, what's your weird thing? Do you have a weird thing? What would be on your rider? Oh my God. I have so many weird things. I don't know if I were able to have a writer, I would just like, oh my gosh, I would ask for so many different things, very specific. I feel like that's a time in your life where you can be, if you deserve to have a writer, mm-hmm. like you might as well just go for it. So I would ask for like kombucha <laughs> and <laughs> like a whole thing of almond butter. You need with some a matcha. And season five matcha. of Friends on Blu-ray. In a specific way though, like you can't just have any matcha. <laughs> yeah, I would ask for my Olay sunscreen, yes, very specific very. towels that Angela has given me. Like, <laughs> I would what? just go for it. I would want everything. And you know those are the take it all home cleanest, with extras. You know those are the cleanest <laughs> towels you've ever gotten from anyone. I mean, come on. Oh, are you really giving her micro? I need to get a microfiber. Microfiber, because then you know, even in between okay. washes, they're they are my antimicrobial. Let's face it. Uh, can I can I tell you guys a secret? I don't know. Is it is it gonna is it gonna be a gross towel story? It's, no, it's not a gross towel story. Okay. It's just if my girlfriend hears this, she might get really mad. Well, does she listen? to Hannah, the podcast? yeah. Ears so open. Hannah, Hannah Close has a ears. she Earmuffs. has a she has an amazing microfiber t- towel. Yeah. that she adamantly tells me to not use. Oh. Sometimes I use it. Alex, just don't use it. Do you put it on your butt? No, That's the o- real question. only my face. Oh, okay. I literally All right. only put it on my face and I like, like dab. Like get your own towel though, man. I know. I know. Well, and, and same thing. Like I had, to, I, she has this very comfortable soft pillow that she oh, holds while she sleeps. That's sweet. And then whenever she would get out of bed, which was always much earlier than me, I would steal the pillow and grab it. So then she finally <laughs> replaced her own and she bought me one too. So I would stop having to steal hers. I feel like I'm just waiting to annoy her enough to where she buys me a microfiber <laughs> towel. <laughs> hint, hint. Is hint, that hint, so hint. is that so wrong? Is I that so I wrong? Know a Christmas present for Alex. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Yes. That'll be awesome. <laughs> or I, any other person in all, the room. Look, all of my all of my life oh Jake who's he's not paying any attention. He's on his phone or something. Yeah. It's okay. We haven't talked spoken to him if in a while. If he got you a microfiber bit. towel, I'd be weird it out. Hi, I was like literally looking, making direct eye contact with them when they said that. They're like, he's on his phone. I'm just looking at them. I was like, well, I'm looking right at you guys in the eye. Like, he's on his phone. I was like, no, I just muted myself because my chair squeaked. Uh, he said, she said. Uh-huh, um, who, who are you going to believe, us oh. or him? He wasn't looking anywhere. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. So, community theater, we yeah. are all huge fans of Theater Cedar Rapids. We are recording this Revival on the fourth floor. Theater Woo. Company, SPT. We like have such 
wonderful, amazing theater in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. It's like Lucky. unlike any other community yeah. in the nation, mm-hmm. which is super freaking cool. Mm-hmm. And we're lucky to have that. Um, so my question is, like, what were the what was the show that you saw as a little tyke or a big tyke or whatever you were when you saw it that like you were that just your jaw your jaw dropped you were like this the oh my gosh theater whoa like this is this is something that is impactful to me i'll go first (gasps) yes yay i actually did theater before i ever saw a show you did never saw i grew up going to seoul and iowa playing sports and then in high school i did a show and then i fell in love with it i didn't i didn't start seeing it was like um what was it? It was something for the kids. It was like the playtime poppy stuff oh. I watched in high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just did it and fell in love with it. And then my grandparents were like, oh, you like theater? We'll take you to shows. And I, I really oh enjoy watching gosh. shows. They're cool. But yeah, no, I never saw one before I got into it. Wow. Sure. Wow. Yeah. That's a so good nothing. story. Nope. Not wow. a thing. Playtime poppy. Love yep. playtime poppy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I remember seeing playtime poppy. That's a good question, Angela. But I don't know like the specific show. And it could be any that just like hit you. You were like, "Whoa, that you know? was that was solid. That was co- like changed you, or uh, Ellie, in some way." Do you have an answer for this? I don't remember like when I was younger what it would be, but in 2011 there was an Anything Goes revival on Broadway with Sutton Foster, oh. and that mm. show was kind of the one where I saw their performance on TV and at the Tony Awards, and I. It's not even that incredible of a show, I will say. The book is sometimes a little boring. And it's a little old-fashioned. <laughs> but that show just, like, drew me in. And that was when I Anything really, goes. like, changed for me. Something something mm. hit me. Yeah. See, <laughs> I think I, I don't think mine was along the line. I didn't see a show. I, I think it was getting involved in theater for me, too. Oh, kind of like Jake. Yeah. I mean, I'd seen shows. I'd seen my dad do shows here at Theater Cedar Rapids maybe once or twice. Yeah. But I saw a lot of him in, in Liars Theater with sure. Nina Swanson, Nina who Swanson. we were talking about before this. Dream. Ah, dream. You know, um, Gerard Estella, Janelle Lauer. Talents. Uh, talent. Cra- yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Casey Price. Oh my gosh. Um, I could go on and on. Yeah. Jane Peeney. Oh my gosh. Greg Can. So many. Yeah. Do I? When, so <laughs> when do like... I stop? Um, uh, Craig Campbell. Okay. So, so <laughs> this is the entire show. We're right. just gonna say names. We're just we're just listening off Liar Cedar. But I, I saw a lot of that. But then it wasn't until so when I went to Catholic school, I went to All Saints Elementary for first through fourth, and. I did not know I liked music at all until I went to fifth grade, went to Erskine Elementary School, and um, Mrs. Erickson. Yes, Mrs. Erickson, shout out. Shout out to Mrs. She Erickson. She was also my music <laughs> she teacher. She was. She passed away two years ago yes. now, I believe. Yes. Um, and literally, I pay, I, she's the reason I do any of it, is because she was like, you should sing. I can see it in you. And then- there was the auditions for the fifth grade musical, which was called Reading, Writing, and Rocking. Wow. And <laughs> Mine was It's Saturday. Oh, that was the one they did the year before us. Point. Oh, yeah, they cycled them. They through. cycled it? That's so lame. Because the, they definitely did Reading, Writing, and Rocking. Uh, a couple years Sorry, before. not Reading, Writing. It was Read In, Write In, oh, yeah. and Rocking. Apostrophe with after a, the with, end. With an apostrophe. Yeah. 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 Um, and so we tried it for the, the musical. 
and I got a, I got a solo. Ooh. My first solo of my life. Do you remember it? A hundred percent. Okay, go for it. Okay. It was, I, uh, I remember mine too. <laughs> Fifth grade. It was, someday I'd like to be a teacher because they have all the fun. <laughs> they work all day. And grade exams. They don't get in trouble when they act like hams. Someday I'd like to be a teacher because they have all the fun. Nice. So, but the big That's thing. That's a hefty solo. Yeah, that is a big solo. So look, here's the moment I knew. <laughs> and the whole grade made fun of me but loved it. The, the actual notes, this is going to sound so dumb. But where the actual notes were, they don't get in trouble when they act like hams. And then, but 10-year-old me took it, Whoa. made it my own, and Whoa. went, act like <laughs> hams. Ooh, and that's beautiful. So yeah. then when the entirety Whoa. of the fifth grade had to, like, <laughs> sing it back in the chorus. <laughs> ah, they couldn't do it. They all, no, they all did it. They all went, act like, and then they all, tongue-in-cheek, hams. Yeah. Way to go, fifth grade class. It was backing but, you up. And I was that moment. I was obsessed because I knew that everybody loved it and like was hamming it up with me. I love it. And that was just the moment. It was memorable. Oh, I'll never so forget sweet. that until I die. That is one of my I most love that. fond memories at in the cafeteria of Erskine Elementary School. Erskine, so sweet. Yeah. 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 Where'd you go to elementary school, uh, Ellie? I went to St. Joe's in Marion. Um. Um, Fun days. Angela, what's your show that got you started, though? Mine would be Joseph. Besides, it's Saturday. Oh, yeah, because that was a real winner. Um, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, when they did it here uh, in the uh, 90s, it would have been, in the 90s, when Josh Castile played um, the main part. Uh, that like directed I, I, by Richard Barker. Oh my gosh, it was, uh, it was outstanding. Yeah. I was I was like I don't know, probably in fifth grade or something like that, and that was really like uh, in my first show that I saw in my my memory. Like I, I have a pretty bad memory, but this is one <laughs> that I remember distinctly, and I just remember we were here in, at TCR. I was sitting in the seats, and I just remember being like washed over with this feeling of like whoa. This is, I'm transported. I am transported. <laughs> and these people are so talented. And they, their voices just, you know, you're like teleported into another place. Mm -hmm. And that was the moment I was like, I have got to do stuff like this. Right, right. And I loved it. And you just like wanted to be up there. I just wanted it so badly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I know that feeling for yeah. sure. Yeah, And now you are. And now I get to. And, hopefully and look inspiring. at you now, a star. Aww. Hopefully you're inspiring somebody else. Well, I, I. You definitely are. I hope. You know, all you can ever hope is that when you go on stage, people who come to see the show have a moment in time where they're they're experiencing something they wouldn't get to experience mm. in their own bodies. And yeah. I think anymore having yeah. that empathy, that capability to empathize, sympathize, listen, uh, trust, be unified in an audience uh, reaction. I think all of those things are, are really important right now. And <laughs> I'm time. super, I always just hope so hard that when we do shows that we can change one person's perspective. Look at, have one person kind of flip a switch and go, oh, interesting. I hadn't thought of it from that perspective. I love but it's that. the same from the actor's point of view too, because I truly can't imagine there's that much out there that's more validating than being given a role or being put in a show where 
the person's requirement is just having to like sit down each night and run through 150 pages of a script and just memorize. Mm-hmm. Like that's the dichotomy that it's the only requirement is that you just have to like learn your lines, but it's just a massive undertaking. Yeah. You have to do it. There's no other option besides uh, humiliation on stage. True. Later. Right. But I ask true. Angela questions all the time about her like so-called process and how she memorizes uh. because I feel like it would be so fun to be given that challenge, but it's an insane thing to take on. It is. Oh. It is. But like you have to be okay with that failure because it is inevitable. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we I got, all, we I all got late on onset stage fright. Really? Very much so. So wait, does that mean you get the stage fright after mm, you're on stage? No. Well, now as an adult, I get <laughs> later it. In I, yeah. Later in life. Oh, okay. Later that was a bad one, Alex. <laughs> later in life. Um, yeah, I did. The sad thing so is that wasn't then. a joke. Oh, wait, that was him being genuine. <laughs> that, I was, tell. that was a real no, question by Alex. Okay. He wasn't being funny. That's okay. <laughs> it all happens. Alex and I, we go away. We can sense that. <laughs> he was being genuine. It's no, okay. Nobody can sense my stupid like Jake. No, not at um, all. But not tell me about your late onset stage fright well like i was always very comfortable on stage as a like young young adult probably up until my like later 20s and then like all of a sudden i would get on stage i'd be you know like a big thing is i eye contact with whoever it is that you're working with and Mm -hmm. trusting the other person that they're gonna you know catch you when you fall you'll catch them if they fall and i just remember and and then it continued to happen so it's a very familiar feeling now of like literally no words coming mm. to my brain. None. I've been working. And that's why I work so hard on memorizing because I'm terrified that I will just have that moment where nothing, like I don't even know mm-hmm. English. Yeah. Like I can't think of any words. Just say a sentence. <laughs> right. And nothing. And like, I, I, I'm sure the look in my eyes must be horrific for whoever's opposite me because they're probably like, Oh no! Right. We're just falling now. Emergency! Free, free fall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's I think another cool thing about theater that I really appreciate is like you really trust that whoever you're working with is like they're gonna help you back, mm-hmm. and like they do, they do help you back. They they'll they'll ask mm-hmm. you questions that get you back onto your lines. They'll and. It's, it's almost a like a sport thing. It's a beautiful thing. We're, we're all on the same team. We're trying to create it's this also, beautiful product together. I think totally. it's hard to be like crappy toward a production for anybody that's been in theater because mm. like I've been on stage for bad pro- projects and I've been <laughs> backstage for kind of bad <laughs> projects, but you know, the amount of work that goes oh. into it and it's insane. The amount of trust that these people have and they might know it's bad while they're doing it. Yep. Yep. But the amount house. of respect that you have for them for at least trying is something you can't really diminish. Totally. Yes. Absolutely. Um, that kind of makes me think about like, have you guys ever noticed that? I, okay. I have you guys ever noticed like the <laughs> night before? <laughs> like, what, you, what was? I, I don't know. You were, right. In your I eyes, like, I thought it was, was like, like yeah, it's what's time up? to wrap it up. No, you. No? Did that. I like. I'm oh. just looking at you, and I was <laughs> I like, know. I mean, it said like I was just looking at you, and you're like, huh, what, Jake? And I was like, I'm sorry. Do I look panicked? I'm sorry. Everything's fine. Uh, 
Oh my gosh. It, well, speaking of panicked, um, yeah, please, it always please. reminds me of like the <laughs> night before a show opens. Like I know everybody in this room or, or, or afar in the room oh, virtually, yeah. uh, like has experienced a show that is not working uh, the night God. before. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, not ju- working. Very recently. Just really? two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, really? When? Yeah. I mean, we, uh, oh, because uh, you were working out of Bruce Moore. I did the Bruce Moore show, yeah. uh, formerly known as Cabaret in the Courtyard. Yes. Um, um, they're calling it like music by in the, the way, courtyard. That's cool. Thanks. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I just got to do it five years ago, and then I got to do it again I this saw year. You then. Um, and and uh, we had a terrible tech rehearsal that that oh, Thursday before. It was just nothing, the worst. All the words were wrong. So scary. You know, there's nothing that makes you and then, feel worse. But then I overcompensated, and like for the next 24 hours, yeah. I just like crammed. And then by opening, we were good. We had a great yeah. show. Yeah. You know. So, but also with music and stuff like that, there's a lot more um, forgivability to forgetting things rather than like, I need to remember the next word to push this story along. Yeah, right. So true. So So, (laughs) uh, it's, it's, I'm much more forgiven when I go, and I'm doing just fine. Got it, got it. Like you can be like, and I'm doing, like you goof it. And and the thing, you can't switch characters. Like, would your character make a joke of it? Right. No. (laughs) So then it just looks stupid. Like, said in the 1940s. (laughs) Yeah. So there's nothing you can do to make it like funny or laugh it off. It's just awkward and you have to keep going. Just silent. And Everything weird. else, you I can usually yourself and laugh it off. Rely on the kindness of Shanghai. Of who? That if, what? if, if and the then girl, everybody goes boo. Oh, I'm, I'm street doing it. <laughs> I was doing. I was doing street car. Yeah. If you forget the words, you can't just mumble it. Yeah. I'm used to relying on the kindness of sandwiches. Boo. <laughs> and everyone just boos you. Like, oh, shoot. What is this story? Sandwiches. Okay, so I have one last story I want to tell before we get out of here yeah. about you, Angela. Oh, boy. Okay, so yes, tell it. We um. <laughs> One of my favorite theater memories, and I totally forgot about this until about five minutes ago. Gosh. The the flood happened in 2008, right, and got rid of Theater Cedar Rapids. Uh, The costume department was in the basement. All the costumes are gone. Half the theater is underwater. Terrible, 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 terrible. Terrible. The first show we do back is The Producers. Producers. And at the opening of the show... I played a blind violin player. Oh my gosh, I I was going to say producers <laughs> earlier because I I had this vague recollection that we did that together. We did. Okay, that's what I thought. We did do producers together, which was a big transitional moment in my life, yeah. but we can get into that some other time. Yeah. Um which you are very much a part of in my head really? with moving on in relationships and and whatnot, Aww. but again, that's um, cool. You were yes, you were an incredible person at that time in my life when I was very confused. Aw, thanks. So, um, but that's that means a lot. we'll have to bring you back on. To yeah, talk I'm about really that curious now. Sometime, lots of questions. Um, so I'm playing a blind violin Violinist, player. Yep. And everyone was always just trying to get me to crack while on stage. Like so, like I would laugh? have the, like laugh. Okay. Yeah. So I had glasses on, and at the time I had a, I was reading a Halo book, okay. and then everyone would always steal my Halo book, <laughs> and I remember uh, Hoagie. Ryan Hoagland, Ryan one of the Shout best out. drummers in the world. So good. He he went to books, uh, the bookstore, whatever, Barnes and Noble, who knows, and half price books, and picked up a copy of that same book. And then as I'm playing the violin, I'm looking down in the pit, him playing the drums. And at this point, he wasn't playing the drums, and he just starts ripping up the book in front of me. <laughs> oh no, that's to, so and terrible. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, um, but there was a night where you tried to make me crack as well. I and did. That's so rude. You successfully made me crack. <laughs> no, so I'm bad. so sorry. What did I do? So I'm off. I'm on stage left. Oh, I'm the worst human. And I've got the, the sunglasses on, my blind guy sunglasses on. 
and I look off to stage left off the curtain. Oh, no. And standing <laughs> shoulder to shoulder is you and Amy Stoner. Yes. And you both lift your shirts up. Oh, my gosh. And flash me, you know, with your bras. And I was, I was like, my eyes are wide. I was, a, I was like 18 years old at this point. And I was like, oh, like my, you know, that when your jaw hits the ground I and you're smiling really big, you're like, oh, what? oh, man. So that was awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was a great moment in my oh 18 my year old life. Oh my gosh, you're, that's hilarious. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember You don't remember doing that? Well, and that's the funny thing about theater is like you lose all sense of like your body. You're like, whatever, we're all changing, changing. our clothes yep. everywhere in front of everybody right. and just doesn't even like right obviously register. you wouldn't do well also this was 10 12 years ago yeah no i, I that's hilarious wow so, we were terrible sorry about that no that's what you <laughs> you gifted me one of my favorite theater memories i'll ever have in my life you're welcome he's never gonna forget it. wow that is that is ingrained um jake play that outro music let's get the Frick. Frick out of here. <laughs> thank you for that. Um, my lovely guest today, Angela Billman, thank you so much thank for hanging for out with me. me. It, this is an, a hard episode for me to end because I could talk to you forever. Likewise. Um, Ellie Detweiler, thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Ellie. From, all the way from Mars. Yeah. I love you both. Hope you survive the hurricane. I love you. Yeah, yeah. Ellie's out in New York City making big changes, making Woo. a big name for yes. Cedar Rapids. So, Ellie, we can't wait to see you when you get back. And I'm sorry that I never threw you that going away party like I promised I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm never going to forget it. <laughs> just didn't get around to it. it again. Why'd you bring it that up week. Again? I thought she forgot about it. Uh, Jake, thanks for producing this show Thank today. You, <laughs> Everything's Thank fine. You. Should I give him a panicked look right now? What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, happening? Jake's, Jake has the heart rate of a squirrel. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's get the heck out of here. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network to support it, you can go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to subscribe to LAS Plus. For just $10 a month, you can support this show and all of the other shows underneath the LAS Podcast Network. Um, yeah, I think that's it. New episodes every Wednesday. Good Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah. Also, leave us a good review. We would It would mean yeah. so much if you left us a good review. Jake, mm-hmm. I hate you so much. Yep. All right. See you next week, everybody. <laughs> L.A.S. Mango Mustache Media. <laughs> <laughs>